2: Hey there, Broad Wasted listeners, it's me, Brian. Just a friendly reminder that Broad Wasted is going to be recording live Sunday, April 9th at 1pm as a part of the NYC PodFest. That's at the Bell House in Brooklyn with our special guest, Krista Rodriguez. You can get tickets at nycpodfest.com or check out Broad Wasted on Twitter and Instagram for all that information. Tickets are still available, so we're super excited to see you there. And now for your regularly scheduled Broad Wasted.
1: -wasted.
2: (laughs) Hello and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian (sighs) Plopsky, and. Mel's here? What? What a crazy time and place to be getting the mail. This letter's for you, sir. Oh, why, thank you, generic mailman. Who could this be from? I guess I'll read it as my intro live on the air. It says, dear Theodosia. What to say Sadie... To- no, wait, sorry, I read that wrong. It says, dear friend. Oh, no, sorry. Let me oh, put my right. glasses on. It says, dear Evan Hansen. Uh, That's not my name, but that's fine. Right, okay. Um, If I could tell her that it was only us, I would sing No Requiem. But I've been waving through a window for forever. Some advice, if I may. You will be found, but it it takes time to break in a glove. Some are so big, so small. (laughs) Anyway, while my words fail, good for you. Sincerely, me. P.S. I'm lost. Does anybody have a map? Well, I don't know who that's from, but (laughs) I'm just going to make it disappear. I don't Uh, know who that's from uh, either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh,
3: wow.
2: Moving on. Oh. Uh, joining us today are the usual cast-wearing fools, including Kevin Finale Jager. Thank so, you that for was the, only the one last track. Left. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, aka, Generic Mailman. Generic Mailman. You did I a pre- great no, job. Yeah, I tried my best. I really... <laughs> <laughs> and um, our game master and official <laughs> Babies of the P Hour, Kimberly who's now technically officially Kimberly Schmidt Kimberly Schmidt is off on her honeymoon so it's broadcast day Brocast. <laughs> Um, because with us is an actor who. <laughs> that was me being a bro. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, just have his sausage hat. party. <laughs> exactly. Uh, with us today is an actor whose career spans all mediums. He's a two-time Daytime Emmy Award winner. for Do we have
0: to qualify with Daytime? Can't we just say it sounds so much better with I, Emmy? You know, I
2: wrote it as Emmy winner, and I didn't yeah. know how you felt about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, well, now you know. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> we have a two-time Emmy Award winner right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, for exactly. As the World Turns. He's appeared in NBC's Sound of Music and Peter Pan Live mm. and Netflix's House of Cards. A highlight of his theater credits include Hello Ca- Hello Again, Hello Carousel. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Carousel. Hello Again, Carousel, Smokey Joe's, Violet, Little Me, How to Succeed, Cat in a Hot Tin Roof, Tuck Everlasting, The Ellis Island Ragtime, and is currently starring as Larry Murphy in the amazing and important Dear Van Hansen. Let's give a big broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Michael Park. Michael Park. Thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Anytime. Cheers. I don't Cheers. need, I don't need yeah. An excuse to drink a beer, <laughs> right? So I guess that brings us right into what are you drinking? What are you drinking? I'm
3: drinking a Guinness draft. Me too. I, I'm drinking a Blue Moon, a
2: big one. A big one. I <laughs> wanted to call it. Can it be called a draft if it's in a bottle? Well, the, there were two at the store. The first six pack you can get were was the like, cans. was no, they had the bottles, but it said extra stout. Oh, and then there were the Who ones wants extra. Stout? I don't know. Yeah, I want right? the regular really need amount it. of Dublin
3: infused stouts. <laughs> well, I'm can. drinking Blue Moon so people can hear how I feel about stout. <laughs> <laughs> I love a wheat
0: beer too, though. If I'm not having one of those, I'll have one of those. Actually, one of my favorite drinks is a
2: uh, black and blue, where you f- oh, where you get like black and tan, but yeah, you do exactly a blue moon, like a snake bite or a like dog yeah, bite or whatever exactly, they're called. Exactly. Sure. Um, black and tan so you can follow Michael uh, on uh, Twitter and Instagram at park 24 hours hours is not spelled out it's HRS mm-hmm. cool so let's just let's just get right into it um, let, let's just start with what have you seen this week what have you
3: seen this week I,
2: I've seen nothing I've seen the inside of my eyelids and
0: I've seen
1: <laughs>
3: and
0: I, I seriously and mm-hmm. with when, uh, when I'm in a show it's really rough I have yeah. three kids you know mm-hmm. so I have not so you caring. So you this week. <laughs> yeah, my son's home from uh, Northeastern for oh, spring nice. break. Mm-hmm. He chose to grace us with his presence, <laughs> the cellar dweller that he is. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, so I've seen yeah, I've seen my ch- I've seen my son. All is he week doing long? theater That's as well? well? No, he is an an accountant/finance major at at, uh, you did Mark good, <laughs> yeah, right? I think, yeah. Point for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my daughter uh, uh, Kathleen took her SATs today. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Congrats. Possibly. We, we, possibly. And then, <laughs> and
0: Fingers then, uh, my little—I found out. This is what I found out this week, guys. Sure. My 12-year-old has a boyfriend. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, my twelve year old Annabelle has mm-hmm. a bo- and, I'm, and she's not going to listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I found out she has a bit of a, a boyfriend, which I'm I don't. I'm this, this how little, do you kinda, uncover that? I have mixed feelings about that. Yeah, I, I how can do, imagine. You it, my, do you cover it? My my wife and and uh, uh, middle daughter uh, figured it out. The wife always my, knows. Mom my, always, knows. always knows. Yep. So my my daughter Ken, uh, Kathleen went to the mall where they were all meeting. These twelve year olds were all meeting because they had a day off on on Friday. Mm-hmm. That's, that's if you care. Superintendent days. I you know. Remember those? Yeah. Those were like bonus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Winter days. They were kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, that's how she, that's how Kathleen discovered it. Mm. She was there to hang out with said boyfriend, the, the other side of the track
2: boyfriend. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I know. Where what dancing it, is illegal. Yeah, man. It's still like, <laughs> familiar. What's the, no. know, but I'm going to pony wherever I want in this country. <laughs> pony it out. That'll be our revolution. <laughs> the yeah. pony revolution. When did, what, oh, oh, Cam Adams said, when in doubt, pony, pony out. out. Pony it yeah. out, yeah. Right. Um, so have you ever seen Phantom of the Opera? I ha- okay, guys, this is really cool. Yeah. I might blow your minds. Go for yes. it.
0: When I was uh, senior, uh, going into my senior year, my my mother and father, my family trip up to Toronto, I saw Cole Wilkinson. Whoa. Yes. As the Phantom in Phantom of the Opera. And I had just discovered this as I was going through old playbills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, holy crap. I didn't realize that I was watching Cole Wilkinson. But I kind of did because it was so inspiring that that's kind of one of the
2: things that that's made so me want to cool. do this, right? Yeah. I so, um, The reason I bring that up is yeah. because Kevin and I... Finally saw Phantom for the first time ever last week. We With did. Jim Barber as the Phantom. Yes. yes.
3: He. I, I. I freaked out about that. I, I, yeah. I love me some Jim Barber, like Assassins, Jane Eyre even. I love the Jane Eyre I have a great cast album. Jim
0: Barber kind of timeline story. Go yes, for it. Yes, I love this. Because that makes, that makes sense to you. Yep. So, so I, was, I don't know how it goes, and and I'm I'm, I'm going to try my best to remember this because I'm old people. <laughs> You're just broad It's okay. Yeah, okay. Oh. You saw Cole Wilkinson do The Phantom. I did. Yeah. I, rem- I remember that. That's <clears throat> super cool. And I have proof. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, the most That's affordably. really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or does
2: it matter anymore? Not really. No, it no, doesn't. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so I I was leaving hello again. Yes, I was leaving hello again, and I was auditioning for Shenandoah that was being done at Goodspeed. I'm looking down so I don't screw this up. Yes. So, um, so it's a podcast. So, You're good. Right, thank you. Now, you can't see me, but I am. A so I was I, I I was auditioning for Shenandoah. Jim Barber was auditioning as well. It came down to the two of I think Marcus Lovett was doing the same thing. So it came down to the three of us. Jim Barber got the job. The whole time, all of us were still were continuing to audition for Billy Bigelow like the replacement billy below oh, Broadway. Do yeah, yeah. you guys remember? They had that big old like, thing do. where they had to shut down for like a week because they didn't have a you know yep, a uh, replacement yep. for, or, they, a, or uh, an understudy for Michael Hayden at that time. <laughs> I'm trying to make this as long as possible. This story. I love <laughs> it. Um, so, uh, uh, well, so that's our uh, time. Thanks for joining <laughs> <out. laughs> I'm us. I'm auditioning for Shenandoah. Uh, Barber is doing the same thing. Barber gets it. Okay, Barber is leaving his show Milk and Honey. It was done under a supermarket somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> American Jewish Theater is exactly where it was. Cool. So he was leaving Milk and Honey, and he uh, and I ended up getting the, his replace to be his replacement in Milk and Honey. Mm-hmm. So I go into Milk and Honey. A week later, Barber ends up getting the, the understudy for for uh, Carousel. So he's like, hey, our agents are on the phone with each other, with the casting agents, and uh, I don't know who was casting at the time. But it worked out that Jim was going to come back to his role – at uh, Milk and Honey, and I was going to go out to – I was the second for Shenandoah. I was uh-huh. going to go out to second Do- Shenandoah, finish that run, which had just started. So actually I was the guy. Okay. Right. <laughs> <So> then, <laughs> okay. And after the run, which is only another week long, Milk and Honey, to go into his rehearsals for uh, Carousel. So he goes into Carousel. The whole time I'm auditioning now again for Carousel to understudy him – And when when we leave Shenandoah, I I land the job to go understudy him in Carousel. I have no place to stay. I'm calling Jim saying, dude, I have no idea what's going on, but we're following each other everywhere. Well, I'm following you. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere. But I have no place. I don't have a place in the city yet because I've just been doing these regional theater gigs and I've been living in Jersey. He ends up, he says, you know what? I'm moving out of my apartment. Why don't you take over my lease? (laughs) So you took over his contract and his lease. I took over his and the lease. So I was wow. living in his apartment for about a year and a half, two years. My son was born. I remember bringing my son back to that apartment, a four wow. floor walk up on wow. 100th and Broadway. James Barber. So see, that was a long story, but you guys laughed. I did. So that was, was a good punchline. Some good was six six <laughs> six <laughs> stuff. Yeah, right? yeah.
3: And so he's an incredible phantom, by the way. He,
0: well, he's his, he's, he's, his his voice a,
2: is beautiful. Yeah. He's, he really is the voice of the angel of music. And we yeah. and Kevin and I won the lottery. We did. Uh, we got front row. We sat next to a lovely couple from Utah who also won the lottery. It was their one-year anniversary. Front row. Yeah. yeah. So you, row you guys weren't asphyxiated by, the, uh, by the, the, the smoke No, but coming. Kevin awkwardly started to um, go into the auction at the beginning. I did. Uh, I started hate. trying to bid. And I, I, I didn't... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'd never seen it before. It was just one of those things where I grew up around here, so it was just like, I was always going to be there, so like, I'll right. see it eventually. And then I realized that even more than seeing it for the first time, mm-hmm. that was my first time ever in the majestic because oh, why would i right. have been there before right. because i didn't see it it's just been phantom. because like it, for my lifetime it's always been phantom. i don't think i've ever seen it here
0: now i was on tour with ken hill's phantom of the opera <laughs> that's a dramatic pause ken hill's phantom <laughs> of the opera which we i was on what they called proof that you can kill what's already dead to her
1: <laughs>
0: I played Raul for nine months. Yeah. Yeah, I played Raul for nine months, and I really, it was, um, yeah, it changed, it changed my life in a lot of ways, yeah. good and bad. Yeah, But it really started out, it, it, it made me realize I can probably... Do this for a living. I think, you know, I got the longevity of yeah. of, of, of sustaining whatever uh instruments that I bring to any show. I, I can do this, it's great. And deal with the traveling and everything. It yeah. did ruin my, my my personal life in a way. Mm-hmm. But um everything worked out in the end. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah, it was it was he was the original, if you look it up, Ken Hill, I believe, was the first one to write a musical based on Phantom of the Opera. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Lloyd Webber's
3: whole story is that he actually saw a version of the Phantom of the Opera. I would say that this would it be it. might a, have been that one. It was this and one. And then he decided and, to
0: write his own. And, and after we started almost every single show, we would start and people would slowly realize, oh, this isn't. This is from my soundtrack. <laughs> Are they going <gonna laughs> yeah. to think of They're me? Not, this <laughs> is not it. And then you'd, you'd see people yeah. like halfway through the first act just start getting up and walking. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. Well, yeah.
3: I have to say one of the things about seeing Phantom of the Opera with Brian, because I actually had seen it when I was 10 years old on the tour. I saw it in Cincinnati, Ohio. My grandma took me. Um, so I'd seen it before but i I never seen it on the Broadway and I feel like it's a very different experience to see <laughs> on it on Broadway. a tour when you're 10 and then the Broadway when you're an adult yeah. Yeah. and so ah, the great white way yeah. the great white way okay. <laughs> and but one of the things that I actually I went into it like with some trepidations that because it's been on so long like am I going to be wowed by some of the things that happen in the show but I feel like I was because of the feeling in the theater. There were so many people there. The couple was, next to us were such... Past. It was past. Yeah. Completely like, full. There's a reason it's been running for 30-plus mm-hmm. years. And it, the, for like the, just like the couple who were sitting next to us, the entire theater was filled with people who, like... This was their dream to come to New York to see Phantom on Broadway. Mm -hmm. So it was just this room full of people who were just, like, living for the show, and it was palpable. (laughs) And I think that, like, helped the experience. Well, believe me, we were
0: right next door uh, at the – yeah, Yeah. doing Tuck Everlasting, and they had lines – we were waiting to get in and we did not so you you saw you saw, saw the that. effect you saw the effect you saw people standing in front of the poster right there on the street yeah. taking photos but oh. do they have a dream ballet no they do they, not they don't have a dream they have masquerade which is oh, they do kind of it's with, with mannequins it's beautiful though. It's. I it mean, is. It's very beautiful. From yeah. the
3: front row, you see the mannequins pretty clearly. But I mean, that's. It's not a surprise. Like it's in the books. Like they talk yeah. about it.
0: So why are they using mannequins now? Are they they're, they're cutting back? Um, I think they've always have to just. They throw always up that staircase. have just to make the staircase completely oh, full. Oh, oh. Have, I, they, when they I saw it in Toronto, I was in the balcony.
2: <laughs> but you know, I was totally. <clears throat> first of all, Ali Ewald, who is Christine right now, for you know the she's the lead Christine. Because the, the alternate goes on because of Sarah, what's her name's contract? Sarah Brighton's contract. Yeah. Yep. Um, but she was fantastic. Like, yeah. It felt there are times when you go see shows and it, like that have been on forever, and like there's a feeling that you get from the energy of the stage that like they're ready to go home halfway right, through. Right, right. And like I can honestly say that, especially, especially sitting in the front row, everybody was giving it. Well, and that's it that's amazing. So yeah. not, like so many people were making their debut in a show that's running for 30 years, and that's just like so cool. Um, cool. Let's, um, you know, let's just, let's
3: go straight into a game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Or to your happy price, price line. Let's play price line. What
3: game do we have? Okay, so so I'm taking over the Game Master duties this week since Kimberly's not here. <laughs> okay, so I've been listening to the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack okay. kind of a lot. Good. And um, one of the things that I've noticed on your song, uh, <laughs> one of your songs to break in a, glo- a glove, <laughs> is that it contains recorded dialogue. And I was thinking to myself, hmm. There's a lot of musical theater cast albums that also contain dialogue. Yeah. So that inspired a game that we're going to play called To Speak in a Song.
2: <laughs> and um,
3: basically <laughs> how it's going to work is I'm going to read out dialogue from a well-known cast oh, album. Jesus, and you fair. two are going to try to yell out first who, what I'm cast so album is from. You are going
0: to win. No, I'm not. You're going to fake losing No, to make no, me I'm feel not. I feel better. I think every I'm single sound soundtrack I'm on, uh, any kind of soundtrack, I'm... I'm speaking on the soundtrack. I try not to use yours. Well, that you should have to tell us <laughs> <laughs> So, okay.
3: Right. So, and I'm going to do my best impressions of how it actually oh, sounds okay. on the oh, cast oh, oh, album this, this will be okay. to help you. All right, okay. All right. So here's the first one. <laughs> Run to your work. Hide behind your painting. I've come to tell you I am leaving because I thought you might care to know in the how park foolish of me because you care about nothing. Correct. Sunday in the Park, of Georgia. He gets one more. Well, point. that was obvious, right? Yeah. He said so, painting yeah. and then you just it the Sunday up. But writing.
0: why didn't you do? Why didn't you say it? Because you got the out first. Oh, did I? You yeah. were very polite. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second
3: one, General Sunday
0: in the park. We before. have an
3: intruder. He walked right into the camp. The camp, Le miss Miss <sighs> Saigon. Oh, I believe that Satan. Oh, has th- a hold uh, of Book of, you. of Mormon. There you go. No, what a what a weird
2: <laughs> line to
3: use. Right. <laughs> it's from like the the big number of Act One. Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> It's going well.
1: Number
3: three. Truly, it touched me. It did that you would think of me as a friend. Of course, I was saddened to hear that your exams came off rather less than you had hoped and that you will not be promoted come fall. And yet, I must say straight away Uh that fleeing to America is hardly the solution. No. No. And even if it were, I cannot provide the money you request. Go back to the exams part. Um, (laughs) Can can you use an in a sentence, please? and, (laughs) And that you will not be promoted come fall. And yet, I must say straight away that fleeing to America is hardly the solution. Right time? Uh, no. Spring I know
0: awakening. Nothing. Oh yeah, that's. These it. are shows. Listen, these are shows I have not seen. That's
2: fair. Because I have children. <laughs> you, you have, have children, children, and you're in stuff. So like, it's not yeah. that you can like randomly yeah. go on a Tuesday night. Right. Because you're on on a Tuesday night. Hello. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Again.
2: <laughs> it's going well. Great. <laughs> I'm right. terrible.
3: Abuse. Here's the next one. Okay, stop. Kathy, stop. Listen to me. Can we please... Oh, that's... Could we um, just have two minutes where we one don't contradict everything? The last everything? five years. There you go. <laughs> I just knew from Kathy. I know. <laughs> Here, this is another one for Brian. Here you go. Kathy, there just for me. There is either the wisest madman or the maddest wise man Oh, that's Maddula Matcha. That one I know. There you go. That's um, my favorite. Is it? Yeah. Did you say anything else? Uh, about you? Never mind. I don't really care, anyways. No, no, no. He just said so many. No, no. He said so many things. I'm just trying well, to remember the best that's,
0: ones. That's Dear Evan Hansen that you have not seen. <laughs> I saw it for both of us. <laughs> yeah, <he just> saw <laughs> it twice. Uh, Very good. So you got Yeah. Do one. more things I know. Thanks. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. That's what I'm talking about. <beautiful>.
1: That's
0: the one you hear, sir. Do, okay. I, do I get a point for that? Because you, just, kept, you yeah. just went into He's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: uh, I just started going. I kept yeah. I loved it. Yeah.
3: This one's in honor of Kimberly. Jesus, Mary, after all these years, you're still in love with the guy. You got to help save me then, Charlie. No, wait a minute. What? I know this. What?
0: Jesus, Mary, after all these years, you're still in love so
3: you got to help save me then, Charlie. Oh, jeez. Charlie, why can't it be like it was? I want it the way that it was. No? No? Nope. Merrily, we rolled. Wow. Uh, I was going to say company. You did it uh, forward, so I didn't I did. understand. <laughs> All right, we only got a couple more. You guys are doing fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have of you. You... Ordering me to sweep and dust the parlor, the, uh, you is? steaming off the wallpaper. You in front of a classroom oh, of bored students. This, I know
0: this too. Digging
3: up a dogwood tree. You working on the house, smelling like sawdust and sweat uh, and designer uh, cologne.
0: Little uh. shop. No, it's so great. You standing
3: on the shoulder of Route 50, bracing yourself against the pulse of the trucks rushing past. Hands on a hard body. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I guess I'm the one who obsesses over cast albums. What what is What is Fun Home? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh God, and these three were the ones that were going to be a little harder. So (laughs) here we go. You don't know them. I don't.
0: I'm telling you right now. I don't know them.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, Gould, is this on the bill? It's one of my favorites, Edie, please. It's the very first song you ever taught me. Oh, we used to sing it together. (laughs) No one? No one. Company. Grey Gardens? Oh, Oh, yeah, of course. September 1st, 1989. Dear Diary, I believe I'm a good person, you know. I think there's good in everyone, but here we are, the first day of senior year. I look around at all these kids I've known all my life, and I ask myself, what
2: happened? Do patent leather shoes really reflect up? I'm going with high school shows. Thirteen, yeah. spelling bee, Heather's the musical, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the bonus one, which you're, no
3: one's going to uh, get. Lay it on us.
2: Maybe we'll surprise you.
3: All right, so this is my best Italian if you've accent. If you tuned
0: out to this to this podcast, <laughs> Bridges of Madison come back County. in five minutes. It is because you said Italian accent, and that's the
2: only thing that I know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think you won. I, <laughs> I think you just won. I think you, we both lost. It was the most <laughs> great so that was to speak in a song. Great. <laughs> Good job, Kevin. There's a reason Kimberly's the game master. Yay, However, yeah. um, we'll play another one that hopefully is a little bit easier than that. However, <laughs> I have other games. So, a couple of questions for you. Sure. Um, what's your favorite musical? Ah, oh, my favorite Sweeney Todd. It is. It,
0: it, it, yeah, in company. I mean, they're just those are to me perfect. They're almost, they're almost perfect. Sweeney Todd is just... it's be- Todd is it's, amazing. It's beautiful and scary and have dark. You, have you done that show? There's light in it. No. No.
2: I'd love to. Do you have bucket list shows? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I... Or do you prefer something like Larry because you created the character? I, I, I don't
0: know how to answer that. Only because I've kind of just gone where the wind blows me, really. Um, I'm too old to be playing... Some of them now. Bobby was was uh, was a bucket list thing for the longest time, and and I feel like so I've your I've knocked off in
2: buckets. <laughs> there you go. I think I've, I think I've, yeah.
0: Pretty soon I'll be kicking them. So then, but then, but you know, there's a uh, there's I, I I like to feel that in some times i've 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 done some roles that are other people's bucket lists
1: mm, you know like mm-hmm.
0: monty and violet i've we've been, i've kind of been blessed to, to hashtag blessed to uh <laughs> to have, to have done so many uh great shows yeah. and to have been a part of i should say yeah. so many really uh smart
3: intelligent shows and you were a part of the first like new york production of violet correct i was yes What was that like, like working with a show that was so kind of different than what
0: a a lot of shows happening at that time when that was coming out? Uh, I I don't know what that means because it was it was one of those things. I I moved to New York. Right. And I jumped in my my first audition for an equity musical was Hello Again. That was my first audition.
2: So okay. you Okay. College boy, right away. So,
0: yeah, so, wow. right away, and that was probably after I got back from that that Ken Hills fan of the opera tour, and I was out of work for like a, a month, wondering, okay, I'm going to go back home. Uh, sooner or later, I'll just run out of whatever money I saved and go back home, and it'll be fine. And then this this audition came up, so I landed that, which was great. Didn't really know that I had stepped in something that was really again going to change uh, mm-hmm. the course or the trajectory of, of my mm-hmm. career. And it did. It was wonderful. I picked up an agent, and it was, it was kind of great. And then mm-hmm. s- then uh, it was that whole Shenandoah thing, right, that yeah. we talked about, and Carousel. So I was sitting in New York with Carousel for a while, and during Carousel, I landed uh, Smokey Joe's. Uh, it, w- it was, I was, I was working, and So landing landing Violet, I didn't really know what was what was what was happening Happen, there. Yeah. I, we had done the workshop. I'd done the workshop, mm-hmm. and uh, Janine Tassori and Brian Darcy James played mm-hmm. the, the the school bu- the bus driver. Yeah, and so it was really cool. We were all yeah. we we're all young. We were all kind of living it, and none of us had really busted out yet. And so we didn't really know. We didn't really know what was happening. That's so and cool. I didn't have anything to I didn't have anything to compare it to besides this is kind of like with with uh, the Michael John LaCusa stuff it was kinda of like Sondheim. And then you have Janine's amazing work with Brian's and it was the storytelling was really great. Um, so no I had nothing to compare it to. I had nothing to compare it. So to. it was just
2: everything was like a cool new experience.
0: Everything was a cool new experience. Right.
2: That's awesome. Skip forward Dear Evan Hansen now. You yeah. did the um, you did the DC, and then you did. You came to do Tuck, and then you now. You, so you did. You did Correct. not do the second stage. Correct. I didn't
0: do second stage, yeah. but I was able. I was the only. I'm the only one mm-hmm. from this cast who's seen the show. Oh, true. Because I went to the opening of of the second stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was bawling. I was sitting next to one of Mike Feist's friends, and I'm just like, I'm kind of mouthing along, trying my hardest not to sing along, trying my hardest not to go, what the. Did they do to that scene? <laughs> and be all angry. And then I realized, oh, it's you know what? Larry could have three more scenes and Cynthia could have seven uh-huh. and, and Rachel could have another song and it wouldn't detract from the fact that this kid's story is the focus and should be and the trajectory of, of Evan is never going is not gonna change. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of what we do. Right. And and at the same time, the feeling of the Larry and the, and the Cynthia stories on the stage with them, and he's getting he's just diving deeper and deeper into this hole that he can't get out of. Yeah. So I was it was very informative to sit there and watch the show, mm-hmm. and the and the projections. But the the projections are they tell a story. That good for you scene
2: is a music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We so I saw it twice. The first time I saw it in the front row.
0: I, yeah, you tweeted about that.
2: Oh yeah, so. Um, What was interesting about that is that was the first time I saw it. So it was very much an experience where we were right there with the actor specifically. Uh And I could see only the upright projections. Then I saw it from the front of the mezz
0: which is the perfect place to see the show.
2: And I had no idea about the floor projections, mm. which totally changed my con just my understanding of the concept of the show mm. where they're all standing, I think I mentioned this once, but they're all standing in like their chat boxes. Yeah, 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 And like that just didn't, I knew that they were chatting and not talking to each other directly, mm-hmm. but it just, it illuminated so much more. It's Those chat boxes, stories. it's so smart. It's yeah. so
0: incredibly smart. And then the good for you boxes are the same way, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just I, I don't get to sit in it any of those because, uh, because of, I don't know, I'm not in those scenes, but, mm-hmm. um, but I, they, they really did frame the show so well and the attention of the audience mm-hmm. is framed so well yeah. because of them.
2: So, so you, so we, we could talk about performance certain performances in that show mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. I agree. Um, uh, and it's, and watching, um, Ben work is pretty incredible. Yeah,
0: that's great. <laughs> I can't believe he's, he's like a, a, a his work ethic is ridiculous, too. Yeah. I mean, the kid is... He's got steel cords. Yeah.
2: But what struck me, especially the second time I saw it, kind of already having known the plot and, and kind of point A to <coughs> point B, was yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of something you touched on earlier mm-hmm. in that every character really does have a journey in that. Mm-hmm. And the nuances of the Larry character and, the, and um, Cynthia and, you know, the other mom and even and Laura the, um, Dreyfus and, mm-hmm. and all those characters... You know, it, it really you really create that world with such a limited, you know, set set and cast. So, I guess talk a little bit about um, what went into making sure that everything felt alive from your perspective. I, you know, what um,
0: I was talking to somebody, I said, "There's so many gaps in
2: your, in so many long gaps
0: between uh, in your story that you have to kind of come back and fill in." I said. I, I don't feel like I have to fill in a thing because I think the thing is written so perfectly. When you have that kind of material to work in, you don't feel like you're working that hard to fill in the, the space that you've been missed on the stage for, mm-hmm. for what, it seems like maybe five minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: <clears throat> Sorry, the Guinness just kicked in. What was the question? <laughs> um, essentially
2: like what went into, you know, I'll, I'll take, we'll take a specific, the, um, your song, the, um, uh, to break in a glove. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a t- obviously there's a ton of subtext within that sequence yes. as well as in that song in general. Yeah. Kind of what went into you crafting those moments.
0: You yeah. know was really cool? So I I did not when when I was at the first read. Right. Yeah. It was Ben and Rachel and Jennifer and myself at the very first table read for the show, and mm-hmm. and and Justin Paul playing the piano like it's a drum set, shaking. Sh- Oscar winner. Golden Globe winner, Where, yeah, Justin and Bench, yeah. yeah. So when they they and, and and Bench is singing like an angel, he's got a voice of an angel. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two of those 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 two were singing all the songs while we were while we were reading the script, and it was just it blew just absolutely blew me away. Then <clears throat> I was wondering sitting there, okay, what's going to happen with this character?
3: Mm-hmm. It
0: gets to the break in a glove song, and immediately I'm I'm taken back to when I was a twelve year old. And my dad is is so mad at me because I lost my glove, and I can't find it anywhere. And I found it in the bushes, and he's like, good thing you did, Michael, because that's the only glove you're ever going to own. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, that's right. And I said, but it's all stiff. He goes, come here. And he takes it, and he's got olive oil, and he's rubbing this whole thing in. And so mm-hmm. I am now completely emotional just reading the thing. Mm-hmm. and Or I'm not even singing it. Right. Those guys are singing it, yeah, yeah. and they're doing the interjections as well. So watching them and realizing that, uh, <clears throat> all right, how do I make this? Instead of a Michael moment, I make this an Evan moment. The next reading we did, I was I was in a shower.
2: I don't know why. During the, I the reading.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, was a very, it was a very wet spring. Uh, I'm in the shower. I'm in the shower going, how can I make this? How can I make this stand out a little bit? And it just popped. It just popped. Something happened. And it was... And I, I, I married the. I married you. are gonna make an euphemism. Yeah, it popped in the it shower. Popped. Damn it! <laughs> it was there, and he took it. Did you hear it? He took it. He never leaves so, those ones go. No, but it, I, leave it I, nope. I was able to marry the dialogue and the the, the lyrics to, together in yeah. a way that was. I didn't let any air kind of infiltrate, and I just kind of went from from spoken to yeah. sung. And with Ben standing right there, we kind of discovered this thing together. I was, I was very proud of that, and I think that's what won me, knock on, you know, that's, I believe that's what won me the, the, the role mm-hmm. uh, for the future. Because I also think that Stacey Mindich also talks about, our producer Stacey Mindich talks about that. Her husband really, really enjoyed that. It, that, that one particular moment really touched him uh so uh, and, and it does a lot of a lot of men in the audience i, oh,
2: I yeah. believe I mean, yeah i remember very sim- – i have a similar story you know it's right. that time and tradition where like I started little league again. My dad taught me how to with the rubber bands and he put the ball in and like right. I, It's a very vivid memory right. of mine. So and my son,
0: I, I it almost ruined my relationship with my son. Me coaching his his little league team. <laughs> That's why I have pictures of my son everywhere in my in my dressing room because mm-hmm. it could have easily been a moment. I'm not going to say it was what could have easily been a counter moment, but mm-hmm. it could have easily been one of those moments that ripped us apart that we could never kind of mend so I, I i that song
2: means a lot to me um i guess we'll go a little
0: uh, i'm sorry this no, is no. supposed to be a fun podcast no, no this, this is turning into an npr no i so, loved it
2: tell me more about no um i guess also one of the things that interests me about the show especially from the murphy fa- family family's perspective yeah is the concept of who this who connor was and who he is created as um, the idea that like he was this person living a full life, and then you know he's from the audience's perspective, we never get to know him, so he's kind of a created character. Yeah, in a he's way. created. It was great.
0: Mike Feist gets a, a great character to play too, because he gets to play Connor, who is completely distraught and and um, unstable. Mm-hmm. We'll say. Um, and we don't really get to know him at all. You're correct about that. And then he becomes this—the imagination of—I don't want to spoil anything—but he comes. He becomes two characters, two other characters. Mm-hmm. He becomes the imagination of of Evan, mm-hmm. or this imaginary, disimagined uh, character of Evan, because mm-hmm. Evan didn't know him. Right. And then he becomes the imagined character of Jared. Yes. In the in the beginning of the second act, mm-hmm. and Jared didn't know him either. Yeah. So. It's kind of it's kind of cool. We, so the answer is, no one knows who this counter character is. Mm-hmm. What, what you see is someone who's super troubled, right? And when you see it, you'll see. <laughs> I, I will.
2: From the audience's perspective, yeah. Or from you, like having the audience right there every night. What's the cra- one? What's the craziest audience experience you've ever had? And two, what's it like at the end of Evan Hansen when like everyone's basically sniffling? Um.
0: The craziest thing that ever went down was during uh, Little Me. Martin Short uh, is, plays, like, nine characters in the show. I don't know if you know the, the mm-hmm. show Little Me. Thank you for not... You didn't read anything from Little Me when we were playing that game.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. So that's cool, man. That's cool.
0: Um, and a, a lady in the audience stands up and says, My husband's having a heart attack. Um, oh, no. Somebody help me! Help me! And... Um, we immediately obviously stop the show lights go on. Is there a doctor in the house boom 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 the ambulance the whole time we're wondering what the hell we're right. gonna do and uh, ambulance comes they're dealing with stuff Marty uh, afterwards the guy uh, the guy is, is, is carted away in an ambulance and Marty decides well we can't just pick up. So I'm going to go do – I'm going to start – I'm going to go do a little stand-up. And he goes out and does some stand-up, and I, I, I was blown away. I wow. was absolutely blown away. Wow. It was so intense and scary, and the, the, everyone in the audience – no one knew what to do. No. no one knew how to react. Right. And Marty says, well, I'll, I'll get us back. Hold on. I mean, it's a super, super funny show. Yeah. Right. And uh, he goes out there, tells some jokes, uh, to get everybody back into it. I, I believe the person lived which is nice mm-hmm. to know. Always nice. A week later, same thing happens. I said, "Marty, you are knocking him dead literally."
1: <laughs> 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 wow. It
0: happened twice. Twice
3: in a month. That's twice. Back back Weeks. That's, that's actually crazy. crazy. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. I'm 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 not telling a lie here, I believe. No. no I am I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm am remembering this right. Yeah. And you can probably corroborate this with Todd Hamps probably. Okay. I mean, it's it, it, it the weirdest deal. I don't know if it was the same week or, like, the next Were week. Were you on stage when both these screens happened? I might have been once. I might have been on one. Yes. That That's that one. My, my husband's having a heart attack. Brooks Ashmanskis was in the show. It was a funny show. Yeah. We had Brooks, a young 24-year-old Brooks. Yeah, we just uh, saw him in Candide. McGraw yeah. and and Marty Shore. Wow. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. So that was the craziest thing. Yeah. Um, how do you, at the end of the show, you, you hope that... The message got across uh, to the younger people who are there to see Ben Platt and to see and to comment on how beautiful Mike Feist is, and I know that mike feist is he 's beautiful but mm-hmm. he 's a very serious actor mm-hmm. and he 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 hopes that people see through the fact that he 's just a good looking guy too and seeing the, the the pain he was going through
2: yeah.
0: in the beginning the path that he goes on his mm-hmm. character goes on to help heal everyone around him as well uh, and they they see. Through, through some of the, the jokes that Jared. They, thank God for uh, the wonderful Will Rowland yeah, yeah. who brings who brings us levity to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and, and you are hoping that they, they they see through that to 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 get to experience what the parents are going through.
2: Yeah,
0: and I think I think they do. I hope they do. Yeah. and I think they do. So I, I have faith that they do.
2: Well, when I saw it twice, everyone around me felt that way. How about you, Kevin? I hate you so much. (laughs) Damn it. Hamilton all over again. Wearing that
0: Florida State hat. Yeah,
3: Seminole Pride. Yeah, whatever,
0: whatever. My my publicist, Lisa Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Florida State.
3: Seminole fans,
0: yes.
2: My friend, Kevin Covert. Seminole Nation, bro. It's real. It's real. Go it bombers, real. Ithaca College. Oh, Ithaca College. <laughs> <laughs> we'll scalp
3: you. We're the Knowles.
2: That's fine. We're Division Three. Um, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Let's my nephew game. goes
0: to Ithaca, by the way. Oh, he does. Yeah, for my never cousin. Or, yeah, not for <clears throat> theater. No,
2: the Park School. I have no clue. <laughs> your your school? Yeah. Just, I just thought it. I'd throw that in there. No, I appreciate it. I Don't ask it. me I any more it. questions. <laughs> <You're right. We're laughs> so for the next game we're
3: going to play, you actually mentioned the musical already, which is fun. We're going to play Dirty Hands on a Hard Body. Oh, so boy. the way this works is you put both your hands on the table, and we're going to go around and basically play categories. We're like, I'll say a category, and we just go around rapid fire and say something that fits in the category. And if you stop or fumble or mess up, you have to put a hand up in the air. I and suck
2: at these <laughs> games. This fine. For this version... Um, Every time you lose, you're the one who picks the category. Okay. So, like, if you fumble, then you're the one who picks the category.
3: All right. So So our first category to start out
2: is going to be baseball teams. Oh, the New York Mets. Yankees. Yankees. The Cincinnati Reds. The Seattle Mariners. Arizona Diamondbacks. The Cleveland Indians. The St. Louis Cardinals. Chicago the Cubs. The Tampa Bay Rays. The Miami Marlins. Oh, uh, motherless whores.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're from
2: Oklahoma City, right? Yeah, right? yeah
1: they're
3: a great team. Yeah. All right, so you have one hand up, so then you to pick the category.
0: Uh, Premier League soccer teams. Chelsea.
2: Liverpool. David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's then. your what's your what team do you support? Liverpool. You do. I right. do. Oh, yeah. um, I'm actually a QPR fan. Oh, you are. Yeah. I Sorry lived, about that. Oh, I know. I lived in South Ken for a while. and We kept go to. We would always go to Loftus Road. And I just like you were saving so QPR. Okay. I was. Oh yeah. Do
0: you know what QPR means, Kevin? I don't. <laughs> I knew what Queens is. <laughs> the Queens Park
3: Rangers. Queens Park Rangers. Yeah. Is that New York? Is that that's London? Obviously. <laughs>
0: I love this game (laughs) So much better than What is this line from (laughs) (laughs) Throw a shade at my
3: games It's fine (laughs) Okay, um, Musicals that Michael Park was in Tuck Everlasting I literally
2: have the list in front of me. Don't look at it (laughs)
3: Um, So I said Tuck
2: Everlasting Hello again Bye
0: Bye Birdie in high school (laughs) Dear Evan Hansen
2: Violet Uh, that would be Chicago. In Carousel. College. In college. <laughs> What'd you say? Carousel. Um, how to succeed?
0: Funny thing happened the way the forum.
2: <laughs> in
0: J-C- At the JCC. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Gov. Dear Evan Hansen, off Broadway.
2: Oh. Yeah, sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I, I wasn't. <laughs> loser. No! <laughs> you DC is off, bro. <laughs> it's way off. Put your hand up, Kevin. <laughs> so I'm out. You go again, though. No,
3: but you say the next. So thing. I say the next category. Yeah, yeah. All right. How about the category is college football teams? Good mm-hmm. college football teams.
2: Uh, Clemson. Boise. Oh, it goes back to me. Um, Alabama. FSU. Washington. LSU. Oh, OK. USC. Cornell. Sure. Penn State. Yale. Uh, I'll put my hand up for that one. But this, we are losing, we are losing
3: your Broadway <laughs> category. You know. <laughs> All right, so it's 1-1, oh, so, one one. so you guys are, oh, here whoever wins this one wins. Yeah, he's going to And gonna I get to pick it. Then you get to pick the category. You're going to win it. You guys are picking sports
2: <laughs> to make me feel good. I like I appreciate that. Um, right. Oh, musicals with sports in them. How's that? Okay. We'll combine the Sure, two. sure. Does it have to be a musical? Like, it can, it can be in play. Play? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. fine. Theater uh, experience with sports a Yeah, sure, Gotcha. Sure, great. I don't know a lot, but this is cool. Um, I'll start with Damn Yankees. I was going to start with
0: Damn Yankees. I'm going to have to go with Cat and Tin Roof.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, take Me Out. I
0: don't know. Bring It On.
2: Oh, good one. That's a good one. Uh, I, Dear Evan Hansen. Right? He was oh, the, falsettos.
0: Jason Played Baseball.
2: Oh, Lissa Strata-Jones. I was going to say that one. Oh, really? They said Ragtime. Oh, good one. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, isn't there a Top Gun musical with a volleyball scene? That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I, even if that exists, that doesn't count. Um, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... Oh, Lombardi. Lombardi. Oh. You win.
0: I've got nothing else.
2: Oh, you don't have anything else.
0: You, you totally win. I'm giving you the you, prize. Wow. You win all the prizes. I don't know. Wow. What I'm <laughs> You're selfless, Michael
2: Park. <laughs> oh, now I look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Great.
0: Thanks. Yeah, one more, one more
2: question before the last game. Sure. Okay. What's been your experience with technology in the industry and in the world kind of having been part of a show mm. that like is much about the technology yeah. of today?
0: You know what's you know what's great is I, you know because I'm 48. We we didn't have we had to we had beepers and we had to call our agents uh, on a break um, with a with a payphone. Yeah. Uh, m- nowadays, music directors and directors have to say, "Hey, guys, can we just put the our cell phones down for a minute and pay attention that to me is remarkable that people have to actually say
2: that yeah no is Um, that because people are texting or because they're using it to record
0: it's not because they're using it to record some people text during situations because i have three kids and if i'll I'll, all of a sudden i'll say oh guys i i'm so sorry i need to
2: take care of priorities are priorities yeah
0: whereas i'd have to wait and get news or my daughters would have to wait to get in touch with me during one of my breaks. Break. Yeah. So that's good and bad, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good that I can be in touch with my family and in, in some kind of crisis mode if, if I need to. It's, it's terrible because I can be in touch with my family at a drop of a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that I can be t- tweeting and not really paying attention to... Now I'm noticing something terrible about myself that I'm watching a television show and I'll check at Twitter at the same time and I'll have to rewind the television show because I miss something. I do that too. It's, it's so, it's so frightening. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, it's great to use also as a punishment to take to take technology away mm-hmm. is kind of wonderful. They're, they're, the world is going on around us and if I take these kids, my my kids' world away from them. Yeah. What what are they going to do yep and and also if you want to be on if you want to be uh, texting with your friends, you can text text for half an hour. Read for a half an hour mm-hmm. You gotta You gotta equalize oh, exactly. Same thing with my son When he was playing His you know <clears throat> Video games down In the basement <laughs> Cellar dweller That he um <laughs> <will>, uh, <laughs> I said Dude This is great Have fun For an hour You gotta equalize For an hour And he complied And it was wonderful Technology of shows Let's talk about that For a second yeah, and Specifically hurt. Dear Evan Hansen I mean the ninth Character of our show Are Peter Negrini's Projections And yeah. it's really it, They tell a story And they help us Tell the story Let's hope they're not distracting. Um, let's, let's hope they're not distracting us from the story mm-hmm. and from major moments like at the end of Act One, the cathartic moment that Larry yeah. and, some, and Cynthia have, mm-hmm. uh, and even that, that uh, Laura Dreyfus is having at the end of Act One. Right. Or, or what, what, what Crystal is trying to, or Alana. But there's a lot going on, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know if, if some kids can handle all, all of, the of the information that they're being thrown.
2: Um, You mentioned TV shows. What are you watching now?
0: I am watching Catastrophe on
2: Amazon. um, It's so good. I
0: I love them. He's great.
2: Rob Delaney is amazing.
0: Yeah. I I just got done watching Sneaky Pete, which I really
2: liked. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Sneaky Pete was great. Um, There was something on Netflix I was watching. Oh, Sense8. Right, right, right. The second season dropped, and I hadn't caught up yet, so I was watching a little bit of that. I love car shows, though. So I'm so addicted to um, Wheeler Dealers. Yeah, <laughs> <Velocity>. <laughs> It's so stupid. I'm an Anglophile, so so I, <laughs> I I love those two guys, the two Brits, Mike and Ed, and I can't I can't fix a car either, but I just love hearing them talk about it. <laughs> I hear you. It's a long bonnet. We need to do, what a motor. It's a sporty motor. You know, they're not talking about the motor. They're talking about the car itself. (laughs) That's amazing. You know, it's kind of great. I I just love, I love it all. In the boot. He's got it in the boot. I just love it. (laughs) A lot of rust in your boot. That's in between the Liverpool right? Right. (laughs) So it's really kind of great. I just love all that. I love all that stuff. And I'm, okay. The great English baking
2: show. Possibly the best show on TV. And there's something amazing about watching a reality show where they're all in it together. Yep. And where there there's no there's it's all camaraderie and no evil doings, if you will. No, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I also love Chopped. Yeah. I Chopped love is Wonderful. Chopped.
0: I love Chopped. Oh, yeah, sorry. those are my those are the shows I watch it. Uh Love, I'm glad Love is coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I liked Red Oaks too.
2: Red Oaks is really fun.
0: I right? loved Red Oaks. Yeah. Will Roland was in a couple episodes of Red Oaks.
2: Oh, I <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's play a game Let's play a game So so I'm, ha- I'm handing Michael two packs of Lights of Broadway show cards Have you seen these before? I'm, I'm in a car I know <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just making sure I, oh I, I, God. God.
3: So, I have So okay So I've actually written a uh, Broadway Sin Mad Lib for you to read And it's actually loosely based on uh, the show that you're on or have yeah. been on uh, So this one is called As the Stage Revolves and it's the Lights of Broadway show card Mad Libs. So you'll just read and every time it says, like, the Lights of Broadway card. You just read whichever card you open. Have
0: you guys had uh, squigs on your show? Yes, yeah. multiple times. So, yeah. So you'll just <laughs> jump right in there. There's so much drama happening inside the walls of Broadway's newest theater, the Oakdale. <laughs> the entire cast of the new production of Louis J. Stadlin, the musical, <laughs> is in shock after learning that the lead... Robert Morse, <laughs> is actually the long-lost swing Bette Midler. <laughs> this has struck... Hello, Dolly! Wait a minute, does that work? Yes. This has struck Hello, Dolly! especially hard. Isn't that something? That that- <laughs> was that's that's really time. funny oh. that came together. <laughs> Since they have been lovers and secretly con- uh, conceived a child together. The endless feud between aging diva nevin steinberg (laughs) 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 that's amazing and the ingenious ingenue james (laughs) lapide has reached an all-time high that led to a final ultimatum from theater owner robert morse again (laughs) finding a way to work together or be blacklisted and never work on stage again As if this wasn't enough, more drama lurks amongst the backstage crew. We've learned that the mysterious new assistant stage manager is none other than Jen (laughs) Kalela, Escaped from prison and waiting for the perfect moment to seek revenge on falsetto. (laughs) Perhaps revenge is a dish best served center stage. And moments before the first preview performance, LaShawns wakes up from a coma and finally reveals who cut the rope holding the spotlight that caused their injury. Who's guilty? Hmm. Find out next time on As the Stage Revolves. <laughs> Cheers.
2: Cheers, thank you. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We really appreciate you being here with us. Um, we end every episode with a quote. Yeah. And today's episode is... Flash of mauve. Splash of puce. Fool and gold. gold ghoul and goose. Green and black. Queen and priest. Trace of rouge. Face of beast. Masquerade. From <laughs> <of> the opera. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful.
0: Uh, I was like, what the hell is gonna, that? Uh, this is the quote from my father. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Swing hard and look up. How about that? <laughs> that's good. That's I like George, that. I like George Arthur Park Jr. All right. And look yeah. up. Swing hard and look up.
2: Mine, mine quote from my dad is What do you made a glass? By the way. <laughs> 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 no, now I say it to everybody else. I'm just like, I'm trying to watch the Mets, guys. Yeah, but, uh, what do you made a glass? Get out of the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You guys, are you Mets fans? I'm a big Mets fan. I'm Jets sorry fan. about that. Mets yeah, that's fan. terrible. But I grew up in Jersey, so I'm a Devils fan, so I've seen three Stanley Cup wins. Good. Yeah. Good. And QBR. Go get them, boys. Good old
0: QBR. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What what famous... What what, uh, saying did your dad give you? Um,
3: Kevin, you're (laughs) too expensive. (laughs) You have a big family, Kevin? I do. I have uh, two sisters and a brother, and then my two parents and... My mom's the oldest of six kids, so there's a bunch of people Great. around. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I My dad was an only child, problems. though, so he was obsessed with having a big family. A huge family. What?
2: Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you so I'm much. Sorry. Well, we end every episode with our favorite cadence from our favorite musical. zoo doo a Wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, Michael Park. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks
1: guys. <laughs>